My parents drove me home from the police station without speaking. This in itself was a miracle. My mother usually had to know everything. I'm sure there were FBI agents not as thorough. The silence was unnerving. We drove through the town center with its wide, tree-lined streets and tidy shops and restaurants. I wasn't going to be the first one to speak. I had plenty to say, but I wanted to begin from a position of strength. My father turned left, down the long, dark, winding road that hugged the shores of the lake. My parents continued to look straight ahead as if their eyes were fixed on a fascinating sight instead of the dense woods that surrounded Lakeville. I looked out the window at the darkness that enveloped us. I could see my pale reflection staring back at me like a ghost. My dark auburn hair was piled up in an uncomfortable but elaborate updo, as the hairdresser had called it. I had on the most beautiful green silk dress. When I twirled, the hem floated up around me. It was a dress to dance in. Not that I'd gotten a chance to. In fact, I checked my cell phone, I'd worn it for three hours, most of the time sitting down, either in a car or a police station. I had imagined this night a hundred times, but never like this. I know I'm in trouble, I began, unable to stand the oppressive quiet a minute longer, but I didn't know Joey was going to bring beer. I mean, we knew they were going to search cars. What kind of an idiot hides beer under his seat when he knows the police will be checking? Oh, I see, Claire, my mother Mara said sarcastically. So the real problem isn't the underage drinking, it's being stupid about it? I sighed. Mom, I said evenly. The policeman already told you I wasn't drinking. In fact, no one was drinking. Joey admitted to bringing the beer, and the rest of us didn't know it was in the car. What's the big deal? She and my father exchanged knowing looks. She turned her head back toward the fascinating night again and didn't answer. So can we just get it over with? How long am I grounded for? We'll talk about it in the morning, my father said softly. Dad, you're starting to freak me out. I wish my mother would just turn around and yell at me, her favorite pastime. Not knowing was making me insane. Please, I begged. So much for my position of strength. Finally, we pulled off the country road and up to the entrance of Cambiel Academy. Even in the dark, I could see the lights from Crane Hall twinkling in the distance, the imposing brick building silhouetted against the night sky. My father rolled down the window and waved to John, the security guard sitting inside the small booth next to the gate. John peered into the window. Good evening, Professor Walker, Professor Crane, Claire. A moment later, I was welcomed home by the loud creak of the heavy iron gates swinging open.